Hey, guys, spring is in the air, and you know what that means. The weather's breaking. Everybody's in a better mood. They're having get-togethers. They're having parties. And you were getting into that season where you have those uh, seasonal birthday parties. You have the block parties, you know, wedding rehearsals, whatever it is. And if you're the one hosting these things, it's always a constant worry, right? How many people are going to come? You know, what am I going to do for food? You know, and then here's what ends up happening. Okay, you go out to the supermarket, you get a whole shit ton of food and you spend the whole entire day behind, in, the, in the kitchen or behind the grill. And, and there's no way that you can go around to all of your guests and make sure that they're having the experience that you wanted to line up for them. So look no further. You're not going to do the food. You know what you're going to do? You're going to call my buddy Bob at La Familia Homemade Meatballs, LLC. Him and his sister, Renee, it has always been their dream to open up a catering business in honor of their late mother, Maria. Okay, she was the one. You know, with the, with, the, with the Sunday dinner, all the Italian recipes. They're going to share their homemade mother's Italian recipes with you. Okay, I'm talking meatballs. I'm talking sausage and peppers. I'm talking baked ziti, lasagna, chicken parm, hot roast beef, all kinds of stuff. Italian pulled pork. And it's, oh, God, it's fantastic. This guy's food is absolutely phenomenal. And he just does it out of the goodness of his heart. This is, he just wants to share his family's recipes. Him and Renee, his sister, want to share those recipes with you. So if you're hosting one of these parties, don't be that person, okay, that, had, that, that, that spends the day, you know, making all kinds of different things you can't put the love into because you're just worried about what's going on, you know, and you're, and you're spending the day, like I said, behind, behind an oven, behind a grill, whatever it is. Let Bob and Renee do the cooking for you. You don't have to worry about cleaning up. You don't have to worry about, you know, uh, or people even enjoying the food. You're not going to have to worry about 17 pounds of leftovers that you have no idea what to do with. Any kind of party that you have. He can cater it for you, okay? Half trays, whole trays. If you rent a hall and you need catering and you don't know who to hire because it's like, oh, my God, is it going to be what's going If you call Bob and Renee, I guarantee it is going to be a top-shelf experience, okay? And you just leave the cooking to them and enjoy your guests. Tend to your guests. Have a good time, all right? All you got to do is go to La Familia Homemade Meatballs LLC on Facebook. That's F-A-M-I-G-L-I-A Homemade Meatballs LLC. Okay, you can see the whole gamut of what they got. They got a full menu. And if there's something that you want that's not on their menu, they're going to make it for you. And they're going to make it fantastic. You don't have to worry about nothing. And it's going to be extremely affordable. And you're probably going to spend way less than you do buying all that stuff and prepping it and all the time and all this. Just don't go through the headache. Call my buddy Bob. La Familia Homemade Meatballs LLC on Facebook. Contact them now. Tell them I sent you. Hey, guys, you got a home improvement job that you've just been putting off that you need to get done for fear of maybe like you don't have the right materials. You don't got the DIY to be able to do it yourself. You don't have the manpower to do it. Then look no further. My buddy Chris Jackson at C. Jackson Contractors, he's got you covered. That's right. I've known Chris for about 15 years now, and I got to tell you, I knew right then that that guy was going to be at the top of his field once he got involved and got things rolling. You know how I know? We would be hanging out on the weekends in the summertime drinking beers, playing wiffle ball, throwing horseshoes, having barbecues, you know, as the guys do. And I would always look around, and Chris wasn't there. i go, hey, where's Chris at? Like, oh, yeah, he's uh, he's remodeling a kitchen for somebody. He's doing a side job. He would do that on Saturday and Sunday. He worked 50, 60 hours a week on his job. Then he would come out and do side jobs on the weekend. And I'm talking about second to none, top quality, unbelievable craftsmanship. This stuff will blow your mind. All you got to do is go to his website at cjacksoncontractors.com just to see what i'm talking about i mean i'm talking this guy's got custom design general and custom carpentry 
built-in cabinetry, handmade tables and benches. Those are really high-end, too. High-end home bars, elegant staircases, anything that you can dream up. If this, it's Chris's dream to make your dream come true, right? One call to Chris, and he's basically going to weed out all those shady contractors who are going to do a shitty job and overcharge you. When you, get, when you get Chris Jackson, you know exactly what you're paying for because you are going to get top quality, top shelf experience. Trust me. I guarantee it. So, again, oh, by the way, this guy took a house in Fox Chase, his house that he lives in now. This thing was almost at the point of being condemned, and he turned it into a modern-day cathedral. This guy is brilliant. He's talented. He's hardworking, and he's a class act. You got to go check out my buddy, Action Jackson, Chris Jackson. Call Chris, cjacksoncontractors.com. Tell him I sent you. What's going on, everybody? It's Christian Rodriguez, and it is time for the No Name For Now podcast. New and improved. The sixth one. Notice anything different? Yeah. We're in full production now, baby. Put a lot of work into this, and uh, I'm just I'm just fucking thrilled. I'm uh, I'm just in a good mood. Um, you know, it took me it took me a long time to do this because I I had off on Friday, and um, you know, so I had to get all the the stuff for this interface. Like because when I when I I had this thing for about ten years and I used it for, you know, um, you know, just recording my own music so I can, you know, just have files with me, you know, like playing every instrument, doing every vocal, mixing it and mastering it, doing it all myself. Like it's just you know, it's a fun little hobby to have. So. Um, you know, that was like a decade ago. And now, um, you know, like I, I still have it, but like I had this, like when I was gigging, when I was, when I was playing out, I had a gig bag and there was one bag that had like all of my, my cables in it, you know, like I had, you know, quarter inch cables, eighth inch cables, you know, adapters, direct boxes, you know, anything that was like an audio hookup was in that bag. And, um, when I moved here, uh, in August, I, 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 I forgot the fucking, I didn't bring it the fuck with me. I left it behind. So I had to, you know, like that was why the first five episodes were kind of like dry runs. And then, you know, I had to get everything that, that goes with it, all the cables. I had to buy them all again. So I spent a lot of time in Sam Ash this week, you know, kind of getting all the mail so I can, uh, you know, get this thing. And, you know, obviously the end goal was to, you know, and I, I've been saying this on previous casts that I want to, you know, have the best listener experience that I possibly can for you guys. Um, you know, so I feel great about it. I, I, I I'm, I'm fucking thrilled. So, um, yeah, so, uh, so, but you know, it was a lot of work, you know, just kind of like getting reacquainted with this thing because when I used to, um, when I used to record music, you know, when it's time to like mix down and master everything, like as the track is playing, you're mixing it on all, you know, eight to 10 or however many tracks that you're using. And you're like, you're flying the fuck around like on knobs and fucking dials and shit. Like you're like funk master flex, you know, doing doing this fucking thing, and it's it's actually a lot different for a podcast. It is music, even though you're only using really two tracks. It's it's uh you know it's it's still involved. So it took me, you know, a while to kind of like just get reacquainted with everything. So again, just like in I think it was like the fourth episode when um, when I did the episode and the whole thing wasn't recording. And I had to do the whole fucking thing over again. It was kind of like that because I recorded the episode last night and I was done. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, you know, like, fuck around and go add the drops. Now, yeah, I, I butchered the whole fucking thing. I was just like, all right, this is, this is, this, I got to throw this out. And 
do this all over again, you know, but, you know, like anybody who knows me, like, like I have like zero patience for, <laughs> well, I, I have zero patience for really anything, but like I have zero patience for, you know, if I, if I have no control over what I'm doing, you know what I mean? I need to know like exactly what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm quick to fucking, I'm always flipping out. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, yeah. All right. Push the button here. All right. Hit the edit button and, you know, like cut this out and edit it. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Then you go to fucking play it back, you know, and it, and it doesn't work. And you're like, fuck, why, why the fuck did this fucking, oh, 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 it's right here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm always, always, uh, quick to flip out. So. A uh, lot to get into today, uh, and 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 while uh, you know while this whole thing was happening, by the way, there's a fucking a birthday party going on next door. These fucking seven year old, it's like a seven year old that that lives next door. Now it's about ten o'clock at night right now. They set up a fucking moon bounce, and they've been going at it since two o'clock today. Like you're jumping on this fucking thing for for fucking eight. Like isn't it about time that like they're seven years old? Like isn't it about time you pack the kids up and like get them the fuck home? I mean. Think about it, you know. Kids take off their fucking shoes to go jump around in that filthy fucking thing, right? And all their fucking feet smell like fucking Fritos. You know what I mean? And then they go in that fucking they they go they go into the thing and they jump around and they get all their fucking corn chip fucking stank all over each other. Like, don't you gotta get this kid home and give him a bath before he climbs into his fucking bed? It's ten o'clock. You know what I mean? It's like there was a, like I actually delayed this for like three hours because they've been fucking screaming like to the point where I'm about to go across the street and just fucking punt them. Shut up, kids! Across the street, you know what I mean? So I, I've been waiting and waiting. I said, finally, fuck it. Like, so if you hear it in the background, you know, I apologize. But I just, I just feel like being like, hey, you mind shutting those kids the fuck up? I'm trying to do a fucking podcast here, and my 56 listeners are exponentially more fucking important than that fucking birthday party. <laughs> but yeah, so if you hear that in the in the in the background, I'm sorry, but um, yeah, a lot to get into uh, because obviously, as I was trying to get this whole entire thing together, you know, so I can get like this 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 whole you know more produced um, experience together. Um, you know, the, the story started piling up. So I got a lot to get into today. I'll probably go over my allotted time. I like to keep it around an hour, you know, like nobody wants, I mean, like Joe Rogan has like fucking podcasts that are like sting sex sessions. They're like, they're like fucking seven hours long. I don't want to do that, but probably going to go over the, uh, the hour of the, uh, the allotted time today, but, uh, just because, you know, so, so much fucking shit's going on. So I'll dive right in, I'll dive right in. Um, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, before I do the fucking, you know, I, I did want to talk about actual like fucking seasonality and weather real quick because this is why spring pisses me off. Um, I'm more of a fall guy, you know, in, instead of summer and winter, if I had to pick between fall and spring, I'm a fall guy because it's like, you're cooling off from the summer, you know, it's like, it's hoodie and fire weather and drinking out by the fire and, you know, and, and doing all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's. You know, the holidays are coming. It's just like a different feeling than when you get into spring because, like, by the time spring comes, like, you're done. You're fucking done with winter. You know what I mean? It's just like, all right, come on. Let's get the fucking warm weather in here. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm totally done with it, you know? And um, spring just, like, shows up, and it's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be 70 degrees. Hey, oh, hey, it's fucking nice. And, you know, everybody's in a good mood, you know, because, but, like, really, the 70 degrees is actually 60 degrees, 
and the wind's fucking blowing, you know what I mean? And it's fucking gloomy outside and, it, you know, all that other bullshit, you know, and it's just like, come on, get the fuck on with it. It really doesn't get like super nice until like May. So you got to deal with like in, this in-between kind of like halfway house, you know, type of period. So like, you know, yeah, definitely a bigger fan of fall than spring and it's like you know you sit there and you look into your phone and you know you look at like the 10 days like oh yeah 69 68 72 76 and it's it's just a total fucking lie you know what i mean um but you know i guess looking in the phone to check the fucking weather is way better than like oh yeah so like all right back in the day i'm gonna give you kids a couple pearls here like you remember when like you know back in the day like when you there was two ways to check the weather you either went the fuck outside and stuck your hand out, you know, or you waited for the fucking, the end of the local news. You know, you have to watch the whole fucking news, go through the commercials and all that. They give you the little fucking, the little dick tease in the fucking beginning of what the five days going to be, but you got to wait until the end. Those are the only two ways to know. Now, I mean, obviously with like, you know, with, you know, oh, and then the weather channel came out, right? The weather, it was like 24 seven weather. It's like, oh, it's fucking great. You know what I mean? But now with like, you know, the apps on the phones and shit like that, like we don't need that anymore. And so I've read that, you know, the ratings went down. Uh, they plummeted on like the Weather Channel and, you know, obviously the, the local news networks. And, um, you know, so now they're trying to find a way to kind of, you know, I guess, you know, make, make, make it more entertaining. I don't know what they're trying to do. But, you know, I, I've read somewhere somebody, somebody put something up about like, yeah, well, maybe you should, uh, you know, maybe they should get like entertainers, you know what I mean? Or like famous people you know, to kind of, you know, to kind of like do the weather, you know what I'm saying? And I thought about it, I was like, well, I mean, you're never going to get the ratings back, but like, I can imagine, you know, um, if I'm sitting there watching the news and then like, oh, weather after this, you know what I mean? And the next thing you know, like they come back from a commercial and say like, like Christopher Walken is there, (laughs) is there to do the fucking weather, you know what I'm saying? Like they'll cut to him and be like, partly cloudy, 57, the sun it's still going to be strong. I recommend an SPF of 85. All previously recorded temperatures are recorded in Fahrenheit. <laughs> you imagine if that fucking shit happened? Uh, yeah, but plowing forward. Oh, actually, uh, more news for you guys. I'm a, you know, anybody who knows me, I am a, uh, I, I am an expert on, you know, health, fitness, and diet. You know, I'm a miracle of, of, of modern science. That is correct. Anybody didn't pick up my sarcasm there, then I feel sorry for you. And you just don't know me yet. But, uh, you know, no, I went on. So I'm intermittent fasting as I normally am. Right. And I switched from beer to scotch. Yeah. And in like three weeks, I've lost like 11 fucking pounds. So follow me for more fucking fitness tips. <laughs> Um, but you know, I was trying to see some things that actually like annoyed me, you know, as and this is what I try to do, you know, is, is let you guys know what's bothering me. And I would, again, would love to know what's bothering you guys too. always send that along, you know, through messenger and shit like that. But, um, I started to notice that like, there's something that, that I, I really never really paid much attention to, um, until this fucking jerk off came out and, and what I'm about to, to go off on is basically, not not just food. Food is going to be like the central thesis of what this 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 segment's going to be about, but like critics in general. People who are critics for a living. Okay? Like if that is what you actually do for a living, then I think you really need to fucking reevaluate who you are as a human being. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like 
And, I, and, and the first one I'm going to go after for this, oh, yeah. And I know a lot of people fucking love him out there and all this kind of shit, but fucking Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports, this fucking total douchebag. Like, I've had enough of everything about him. I've had enough of his face, his voice, his fucking wardrobe, his arrogance, his fucking ignorance. I've had totally enough of this piece of shit. Now, I, I will admit that, you know, I, I liked him for about 12 minutes. And the only reason for that is because when he first started popping up and doing these fucking reviews, he, he went to a couple places that, like, I grew up in. So it was like I identified with it, like, right away. You know what I mean? Like, he went to Tacanelli's. He went to fucking to Vince's. You know, like, he went to places that, like, I frequented growing up. And it's just like, you know, I, I, I can't, I, like, you know, a- after that, it was like, your 15 minutes is fucking up, guy. Take a fucking walk. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, like, just, just the way his whole aura just fucking buzz like oh yeah one bite everybody knows the rules like go fuck your mother you know what i'm saying like like i just if i have to sit there and watch him walk out of one more fucking pizza place with that pizza on his fucking arm with those he's got those those fucking those beady little fucking eyes like 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 you can blind him like blindfold him with fucking dental floss like he's got like those like those elroy jetson fucking eyes You know what I'm saying? And uh, and and then he comes out. And he's got the fucking. And he's got the fucking. I mean, you're over thirty, guy. Enough with the fucking skinny jeans. And he like takes it three levels higher than a, an actual skinny jean should be. His fucking nuts are like fucking. It's like a camel toe. You know when he when he fucking walks out. It's 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 fucking disgusting. And then the funny thing is, is like he comes out. He comes out and it's like he never knows where the fuck he is. You ever notice he never knows where the fuck he is? It's almost like I'm too important to, to actually know like what, what what street and what town and what fucking place I'm at. You know, like he busts out of the fucking. Oh, I pay. Oh, I Frankie. Uh, pizza review time. Uh, uh, where are we? Uh, where are we? And he looks up at the fucking sign, and it could be something like simple, like Salvatore's Pizza. You know, and he butchers that. Oh, where are we at, Frankie? Uh, uh, what's that? Salvators, Salvator Rays. Oh, uh, what, what's that? Sol- oh, Salva- oh, Salvatore's Frankie. It's Salvatore. Like, it's not his fault. He can't read. <sighs> Your sister's ass, guy. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, but the funny thing is, the guy's from Boston. You know what I'm saying? And and, and like, he hates Philadelphia. He like, whenever he would come and do Philadelphia reviews when he was in Boston, he would totally trash Philadelphia every fucking time. And I was like, you fucking, oh, you, you fucking Philly people are fucking scumbags. Uh, you know, and the Patriots are better than the Eagles and fucking blah, blah, blah. You know, all the fucking dumb shit that he fucking did. And like Boston hates Philly. Philly hates fucking Boston. And what did he do? He moved to fucking Philadelphia, right? And there's so many people, like friends of mine too, that love this fucking guy. Like, and he's a total fucking jit bag. Like he really is a fucking power tool, this fucking dude. You know, and then the whole fucking uh, one bite. Everybody knows the rules, Frankie. You know, and he and he fucking takes he takes seven bites of the fucking thing. And if you make fun of him for that, all of his defenders are like, "Well, you just don't know Dave Portnoy. This is the reason why he says that to take seventeen bites." <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> fucking losers! Yeah. And now this guy, this guy has such balls, got big balls. that he's even like he's from Boston, and he's coming down here. And button his nose in like fucking cheesesteak reviews. What? 
Like he comes in, he's going to all the fucking big places and fucking. Oh, I'll give it. You know, I would. I would eat this when I'm drunk, Frankie. Uh, you know, I'll give it a seven point eight or an eight point two, Frankie. A fucking uh, like, go fucking fuck your mother, dude. Seriously, like, just shut the fuck up and get out of here. Like, your time is up. You know, and people just love him so much. The other one that I can't fucking stand is is that fucking the the, the Food Network guy, the, the fucking guy Fieri. You know. The, this dude is a is a is a, a total clown. You know what I mean? Like he he like came out of a fucking vault from 1997, and nobody actually told him that it's 24 years later. You know what I mean? Because Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives is actually a good show. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's 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 a good show because you get to see like all the little different crevices of like where you would never think there's like good food. And, like, you see that, like, you know, something like not all diners, like, are, are just diner food. Like, they actually have chefs in there and specialties and shit like that. And it's cool to see how, like, all the shit's made and it just looks really good and all that kind of stuff. But, like, the thing I can't stand is why do we got to sit here and watch this fuck? You know what I mean? Like, I actually saw a comedian one time and it was, it was brilliant what he did. It was just no famous guy. It was just, like, a local comic. And, um... And he was he was like, why does everybody shit on Guy Fieri? I, I just don't understand it, right? And what he did was he, he would, like, give you a list of his accolades, you know, and, like, kind of build them up so he can rip them to shreds. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, it was like, yeah, I mean, you know, the guy just started out as a dishwasher and, you know, worked his way up while he was going to culinary school and worked two jobs and he became a chef and blah, 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 blah. And then at the end of, like, each one like that, he would be like, so, so what if he looks like he got electrocuted while he was drinking a Mountain Dew <laughs> and he just did it. It was fucking brilliant. You know what I'm saying? But like the thing I don't understand, well, the thing I, I, I can't stand, I should say is, uh, is just the whole, the way the whole thing goes down. If anybody knows me, just quick backstory. If there's one thing I can, maybe this is probably why I don't like food critics. If the one thing I can't stand, I, I, I have this disorder called misophonia where if like like people who chew with their mouth open or chew loud or fucking chew like a child, you know, and do that kind of, sh- I just I get I get a fucking rash, you know what I mean? Like I go into like fight or flight mode. I I can't stand that shit. You know what I mean? Like fucking dude, have again. It goes, have some fucking etiquette. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I gotta watch fucking Portnoy sit there and stuff his fucking mouth. Then you get fucking Guy Fieri, who's ten times fucking worse because like he this guy thinks his palate is so fucking sophisticated. Like, I don't need your commentary, guy. I really don't. I, I All I want to do is see how the fucking shit's made. Like, you can have a diner where, like, say their specialty is, like, uh, a fried chicken sandwich, right? And they, they're in the back, and they're going, like, yeah, so do, what we're going to make, uh, and he has to, you know, oh, what are we going to make today, bro? Uh, what, are we, what are we doing today, man? <laughs> and they're like, uh, you know, well, yeah, we're, our specialty is a fried chicken sandwich, and what we do is, uh, you know, we, we have our, our, our buns are, you know, baked in-house, and we make the fried chicken. We do, you know, we do that from scratch, and then we top it with some house coleslaw, and it's, it's, it's a delicious fucking sandwich. He's like, okay. Right, so now they start taking, you know, they're 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 taking you through how they like, you know, they uh, they get the buttermilk, they fucking do this, and then it's like, you know, like for the, you know, for the, uh, for the breading part, like I add a little bit of cumin, some smoked paprika, a little bit of cayenne pepper, you know, and and you know, and salt and pepper, and this and blah blah blah, and then you know, for the, for the house slaw, what we do is, uh, you know, just to kind of sweeten it up, like you know, like sweeten the mayo mayo up a little bit, you know, I, I spray a little bit, sprinkle a little bit of 
cane sugar on there, and uh, we add a little bit of rice wine vinegar, uh, you know, and just kind of like mix all that together, and then like fucking. But this fucking dude, all right. First of all, he thinks his fucking palate's so sophisticated, but like after the finished product is there, you're just looking at it and admiring it. And what 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 do you what do you, what do you got now? Not only do you got to watch this guy stuff his fat fucking face. You're killing yourself the way you eat. Y'all fat fuck, look at you. Okay? But after that, he's got to chew with his mouth open while he describes every in- ingredient that the fucking guy had already fucking said because he thinks he's picking everything up because he's got he's so fucking sophisticated. And then he adds in his little fucking taglines and his stupid shit. Oh, like, he'll grab the fucking sandwich and takes a, a big fat fucking bite out and stuffs his fat face and he's like, oh, super crispy, chicken super tender. Really tasting that uh, that cane sugar that you put in the coleslaw. Super sweet. Um, you know, the rice wine vinegar, you know, kind of cuts that, gives a little bit of acidity. You know, straight out of Flavortown, man. It's fucking straight out of Flavortown. It's fucking delicious, man. Um, you know what I mean? It's, I would call this fried chick delicious. Like, you fucking fat bastard. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to hear your fucking commentary. Just, just here's what you do. Kick that guy to fuck off the show and just go, but, you know, have somebody go back there and, and film him making the shit and then just show the finished product. Case closed. You know what I mean? No, no. We got to see him with his fucking 1996 fucking bleach blonde fucking spiked hair and his fucking flame shirt that Chris Jericho wore in 1998 and his and his fucking uh, his his fucking uh, sunglasses backwards on his fat fucking head. You know what I mean? Like it's you know, like it's people like that and you're so fucking annoying and all you you know what do you, what do you do? You get to drive around the fucking country in a 62 fucking Camaro convertible and get fed like a fucking fat fuck. You know what I mean? But it's just it's it like I said, if you like if your job in life is to be a fucking critic. You know what I mean? Like you're basically what a critic the definition of a critic to me is, you know, you don't have any talent, so you just basically shit on everybody else's fucking talent. That's exactly what a fucking critic is. But yeah, I mean both both of those fucking pieces of shit. I mean like yeah, like a, like Portnoy, it's for both of them, you know, and you know me. I I I pull for the worst to fucking to fucking happen you know what i mean like with like with portnoy like he has to come out and like describe every fucking thing oh good on the carriage frankie uh it's, it's got it's got no flop uh you know i fucking uh, okay there's two things i'm like waiting for to happen to that fucking dude like guy fieri i just hope that one day that like in the intro when he's like hey it's guy fieri and he's driving dying and he dies and the fuck he's driving in the fucking camaro and a semi comes and fucking t-bones him <laughs> but Portnoy, it's like two things. Like when he holds that pizza box on his arm, when he's holding the whole fucking pizza, like you kind of hope that like one day somebody just walks by and just smacks the bottom of the fucking box. So it gets all over his fucking, just the whole pizza just fucking lands on him and it goes all over his fucking balls that are hanging the fuck out of the goddamn, you know, the, the skinny jeans that he's fucking wearing. You know, and uh, or either that or uh, he just gets hit by a car while he's like, oh, yeah, Frankie, one bite, everybody's like, boom, <laughs> fucking dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but, you know, uh, moving right along, um, I'm, I uh, the, the next thing I want to talk about is kind of, you know, well, I mean, while we're on the subject of food, um, you know, I had another run in at the fucking supermarket. Um, you know, if anybody has, you know, listened to previous cast knows that I just don't do well in the fucking supermarket before I just want to fucking kill somebody. And and the thing is, is like, I have this, I have this, um, 
this uncanny ability to be able to immediately identify who the problems are going to be. Not just in the supermarket, just p- p- pretty much anywhere. It's almost like you ever see like when they break out like the black light like in a in a uh, like in a hotel room and like you see all the fucking jizz stains on the fucking mattress, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like you can just see that. That's the way my vision is. You know what I mean? Like when I see somebody who's going to be the problem, they got jizz stains all over them. It's like the, it's like the Terminator. You know what I mean? Like it's it's one of those. So like, here I am walking from the uh, from from the car to the supermarket, and I'm about maybe thirty yards away from you know like the the line of carts. Like you know how they kind of just like park the carts. Like you know they just crash them into each other, and they kind of just it's like a link type of thing. So there's this fucking lady, and she's going to get a cart, and she's in the back of that that like that cart line. And no sooner than I'm closing the fucking distance on her, what does she do? She fucking, and I've already seen the jizz stains on this lady, but like, what does she do? She fucking pulls out her phone and pulls out, like, I guess her fucking shopping list, leans her forearms on the fucking handle of the cart and just, just hangs there like, like nobody else is around. Nobody needs a cart. Not the fucking the. I was like, I knew she was going to be a fucking... I fucking knew it. You know, my spidey senses were fucking on. But I'm not going to take you through the whole entire, you know, debacle of, you know, that that particular shopping trick. This 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 particular instance happened uh, towards the end um, at the register. And here's where I'm here to tell you, and if you don't already know, um, no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> Just remember that, okay? Uh, some kind of fucking Murphy's Law is just going to come back and fucking fuck you right in the ass. And so, you know, I'm standing in line to get wrung out. And it was, it was, it was just a part of the day where, you know, like there was like every line was just deep, you know what I'm saying? So I find like the shortest line and there was a guy being rung up with like a cart full of shit. He was kind of like halfway, you know, through, um, you know, being rung out. And, um, you know, so he had, he had some time left. There was a woman behind him who I would say is probably, you know, a couple years older than me, probably in her late forties. And uh, I'm just going to tell you right now, she had fucking jizz stains all over, all over her. Like, it was like, it was, it was she was screaming problem. I just, I fucking, I just knew it. I knew that she was going to be a problem. So you got to keep in mind, when I get to that point, I've already navigated my way through 10 or 12 fucking assholes, you know, whilst picking up all my fucking, you know, all the shit that I need. You know what I mean? So I'm already like on a, on my pissed off scale from like one to Chris Brown, I was like Ike fucking Turner. <laughs> like Ike Turner's like a fucking 12. So I'm already just fucking livid. You know what I'm saying? I'm already fucking sweating. So like, so as you know, so I jump into the fucking line behind her, right? So I'm like third in line, but it's going to be a while because she had like a cart full of fucking shit, right? So as I look behind me, like, you know, like the line is starting like, you know, with social distancing lines always look fucking longer, but it, it was, it was so busy that the line was like from, from here to, to fucking Hoboken, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was, it was one of those lines, you know what I'm saying? I look by, like, like directly behind me <clears throat> and, uh, there's an old, it's like an elderly couple that's, that's behind me and they had like seven items, you know, in a cart. It was, it was like nothing, you know what I mean? So I was like, Hey, gay, yeah. you know, like. You can you, you can go ahead of me. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh no no no, it's okay, it's okay. Just don't, you know, don't worry about. It. I'm like, no no no, no no. Seriously, like take this. You guys got seven things. I got like you know, I got I had about like a hundred like over a hundred dollars worth of shit in there. 
You know, I'm like, no, 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 take the spot. And they're like, no, it's okay. We're not, we're not going anywhere. We don't have anything to do with it. Don't, don't, but thank you. But, but don't worry. But I said, listen, like you two look like you're going to be dead by fucking Wednesday. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I insist take the fucking spot. All right. I, I mean, it's not no big deal. You know? So, so, so they, they, they finally like accept and like take the fucking spot. And as they're passing by me, like the guy, the guy was fucking cool. Like cool old dude. And, uh, as he's passing by me, he's all like, you're a good man. You're a good man. <laughs> and he's saying it all fucking loud. Like everybody's looking over. Like, he's like, I'm really not. I'm really not a good man. You know, <laughs> kind of a dick. But, you know, no. But it, when you get down to like the brass tacks and things like, you know, anybody who knows me knows I got a fucking heart of gold. I really do. But like, you know, but yeah, <laughs> he's like, you're a good. I was like, ah, you got to reevaluate that one there, guy. You know. And like the funny thing was like as the as the guy was like that that was being rung up was like finishing being rung up this guy turned around like four other times like you're a good man you're a good man I'm like wait a minute maybe you are going to be dead by Wednesday like maybe it's time for assisted living if that's the only fucking thing <laughs> that you're saying so anyway so the guy that's being rung up is done being rung up and it's like you know it's time for him to go he takes a shit and he goes, right? So now it's time for the jizz stain lady to get up to the, to the fucking thing and be, and be rung out now. She's got like over 200 hours worth of shit in her fucking cart now. So when you're in a supermarket and you're being rung up, you know, like how much more shit can actually happen? Like that, you know, you're at the finish line. Like usually when you're out getting your shit is where you find the most problems. It's like when you're at the fucking finish line, like how much more fuck ups can there be? You know what I mean? Well, this lady had a plethora of them. You know what I mean? And and right at right from fucking Jump Street, I'm just going to tell you, you know, this kind of lady and the shit that I'm about to tell you that she did, these are the kind of people that if I were a dictator, she would be eliminated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, uh, you know, because, I, listen, just listen to what the fuck happens. So she starts getting rung the fuck up. And when it's that busy... Right. Like there's the cashier and sometimes they have baggers and sometimes they don't. You know what I mean? Either fucking way. Lend a fucking hand to the fucking, to, you know, to, to the to the to the workers. You know what I'm saying? Like if there's no bagger, bag the fucking shit. You're standing there. You ain't doing nothing. Bag the fucking shit. Help the fuck. I mean, she'll bag shit, too. But I mean, like, you know, meet her halfway. I mean, you know, make her day fucking easier. Jesus Christ. Right. No, no, she didn't. She didn't do none of this. There was no bagger. And she's just sitting there watching the cashier fucking bag the shit, right? Which, which fucking, I'm already starting to sweat. You know what I mean? And not only did she not help bag, but she sat there and watched as like, if, if you're not going to bag, as she starts to pull the fucking bag and put it on the stainless steel, like end of the fucking counter, take the fucking bag and put it in the goddamn shopping cart. As she's fucking doing, you know what I mean? You ain't, again, you ain't doing nothing, right? And then, so finally... The lady is not even fucking putting that the, the, the fucking bags in the cart. She's just sitting there watching her, and the bags are just accumulating on the end of the fucking stainless steel counter. It's like two hundred hours worth of shit. It was like, well, what? What are you gonna do? Wait until you're fucking rung up and then put the fucking bags in? Like, are you that fucking into yourself that you you don't know that you got a line out the fucking Chicago and everybody in that line is giving you the fucking Malocchio right now? The fucking eye. They're giving you the fucking eye including me, you know, and even the guy that was a, you're a good man. You know, he's, he's even turning around looking at me, 
You know, like like they're giving me looks through the fucking masks, and I can just see everybody that was fucking pissed off. <laughs> I could read that guy's mind. He's like, well, she's not a good man, but you're a good man. <laughs> it was one of those fucking things. So anyway, finally, the, the, the cashier is done bagging everything and ringing everything. I'm just like, all right, you know, it'll be uh, two seventeen eighty two. What does she do? She goes underneath the fucking cart and pulls one of those fucking purses up. That was so big, it looked like you can fucking backpack through fucking Bangladesh for fucking six weeks. You know what I mean? Like, her whole fucking life was in this fucking purse. So, so you know that you got this fucking knapsack that you're fucking carrying around and all the shit that fucking comes in it. You're trying to tell me this girl fucking wrung out all your shit, bagged up all your shit while you watched, and you still didn't put the fucking shit in the cart. You just sat there, and you still... Couldn't take the time of the fucking 11 minutes that has elapsed through this whole fucking caper. You couldn't fucking pull out your fucking knapsack and get your fucking card ready then. It's shit like that. Again, you, you like you, I said in previous case, you should be able to kill one person a month. Like she would have been it. But, and, and we're not even halfway through the fucking bullshit that she has done. Right. So now she's fucking fumbling through the fucking thing. You know what I mean? And she and, and it's like, you know, like she's sitting there fumbling. And finally, like three minutes later, she goes, I, I can't find it. I just, I, my, my wallet's gone. I, I just, I, 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 I my wallet's gone. I, I'm like, oh. this would have been a lot more fucking helpful. While she was fucking ringing you up to find out that you just came unprepared. You know what I'm saying? So what does she do? She's like, oh, uh, well, just wait here. I'm, I, I gotta, I gotta go out to the car. Go out to the car. No, game over. You, you, you've already, you've already lost. You know what I mean? Like fucking, just call it a day. When you find your shit, come back and and reshop. You're, you're taking these bags, putting them in the cart, and you're fucking. You know, of course, she wasn't gonna go put the shit away, but you know what I'm saying. Get the fucking clear to clear it out, lady. Hit the fucking bricks. Let's get this fucking. Let's get this shit moving, right? No, the cashier's like, hey, yeah, okay. Now, now they look back. The whole fucking line is just defeated. You know what I mean? Like, are you fucking serious? Like, we okay. So she goes out in the car, and if you know when you're in a supermarket, you know, like uh, when you're in the, the 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 line to be rung up, you look, you know, like to the like the parking lot looks like a movie screen. Like it's just all glass windows. You can see everything that's fucking going on. You know what I mean? This fucking lady, no sense of urgency, just lethargic. Like she's taking a summer stroll and of course her fucking car was parked all the way in the fucking back of the fucking parking lot, right? So she walks all the way to the fuck back. And we're all watching her. Walks all the way to the fucking back to that thing. Opens up the door. She's looking through at the fucking So as she starts to approach the fucking building 15 minutes later, she comes walking back empty-handed. So obviously she didn't find the fucking wallet. What does she know? She pulled her fucking phone out of her pocket. Goes to make a phone call. And flashed up the one finger like, one minute, I gotta make a call. What the fuck? What what is making a phone call going to do? It's not going to solve the issue, the immediate issue at hand. Okay? You're basically going to call a person to tell them that you fucking lost your wallet. And they have no idea where it might fucking be because they 
they're not with you. They don't know what the fuck is going on. There's there's no way the problem will be solved from making a phone call. You're just making people wait fucking more. And what's going to end up happening? Usually when you call somebody because you lost like a wallet or your keys or some fucking bullshit, you're just calling to fucking vent. They can't fucking help you. The only thing they're going to do is piss you off more because what do they do? They retrace your steps that they don't even fucking know you made because they're not there. You know, like, oh, did you check behind the seat? Sometimes it falls in the crack of the... Did you check the trunk? Maybe it's in the glove box. Did you fuck? No, like, you're not solving the fucking problem right now. And it was, like, to the point where I was just about to, like... I was about to stick my fucking head out the, out the fucking sliding door and be like, um, excuse me, miss, um... Could you get the fuck back in here so we can all get the fuck on with our day, you fucking cunt? <laughs> so she finally, so she finally, finally comes back in. It's like 41 minutes have now elapsed. And what did she do? Um, I'm, uh, you know, I, I gotta go. I, I don't have my wallet. I can't find it. I, I, I don't know where it is. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. And left. Like, if that was me, okay? If that was me and I realized after I was rung up that I didn't have my shit, you know what I mean? The first thing that I'm doing, you know, the first, like, I hate people. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I'm at least courteous and I have etiquette and I'm a decent human being when I'm in fucking public. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if that happened to me, the first thing I'm doing, I'm addressing the cashier and the fucking line of 72 people. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't know I didn't have it. I'll take all these groceries. I'll put them in the fucking bag. I'll even put them back. What do you want me to do? And the cashier is going to come out and be like, no, 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 no. It's okay. It happens. We'll, we'll just have Stevie. We'll have Stevie put it away. Don't worry about it. But thank you. It happens. Don't worry. But still, just have the fucking human decency. Like that lady basically was at that time was saying, I am more important than everybody in this fucking line. My time is more important than anybody in this fucking line. You know what I mean? And if you remember, like, in previous casts, I was kind of telling you, you know, like, like there's, there's, there's people who do certain things that, that if they do that, then they probably are in the same personality bucket with other people that do, like, eight of the same fucking things. Like, when I was saying, you know, the people who say, like, you know, oh, I'm living the dream, man. You know what I mean? Like like those kinds of people. You know what I'm saying? Like and they have they they all do like all the same shit. People who answer living the dream when someone says how they're doing, you know, like they they do a lot of the same shit. This person though is in a whole different personality bucket. This is the fucking person that doesn't return their shopping cart to the fucking cart return because it's 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 too it's too their time is too precious to, to take the extra, you know, 37 seconds that it takes to fucking do that. You know what I mean? It's the same person who, like, when you're driving on a two-lane highway, you know, and, um, and, and, like, there's signs that, like, the left lane is closed ahead, and they let you know, like, for five miles, like, every mile, on the mile, every mile, on the mile. Like, uh, yeah, it's the left lane's closed ahead. So what does a decent person do with fucking etiquette? They get in the fucking right lane in a timely fucking fashion. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they just get into the fucking line and wait like everybody else does. What does she do? She's the one that goes all the way up the fucking left lane and cuts in front of everybody at the end. Like, you are just not, you know, my time is way more important than yours. This is the kind of person that would fuck their best friend's fucking spouse. You fuck my wife. What? You fuck my wife. 
That's the personality bucket that this fucking bitch fits into. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, at the end of the whole fucking thing, now I start to, you know, the guy, you know, the guy gets fucking, you know, the, the elderly couple gets rung up, you know, and, uh, you know, as they get their receipt, like, you're a good man, you're a good man, you're a good man, all that that happened, you're a good man, <laughs> he still kept saying it, you know, at that point, like, uh, you know, once the, once the problem has cleared, you kind of calm down, you know, uh, rather quickly, like, usually when you're in the middle of the fucking problem, that's when you really start to fucking just break out in the hives, like, you just want to... You just want to fucking smash their fucking face. You know what I'm saying? But once it's over, you know, then me and the cashier kind of had a laugh about it. Like, you know, like I was basically saying, like, you know, so as a matter of fact, when she rung me up, she's like, okay, it's 107.82. And I reached in my pocket. I'm like, oh, oh, God. I was like, I, I, I don't have my debit card. <laughs> just to fuck with her. You know what I'm saying? But we had a laugh about it. And then, you know, so yeah, no good deed goes unpunished is really the, the moral of that story because, you know, like I, I let the old people go. And even though they had seven items, it was like, you know, it just lengthened my day that much more after that fucking wackadoo did what the fuck she did. So then I go out and I load my shit into the fucking car. And as I'm going to return my shopping cart to the shop and return, because I'm a decent fucking human being, the old couple goes pulling, <laughs> go pulling by me. And the wife was driving and the guy's in the fucking passenger seat. He spotted me as I'm going to return the cart. <laughs> Walking out of the cart return and he passes by me and sticks his head out the window. You're a good man! <laughs> I was like, this is fucking great. So that was that trip to the uh, to the supermarket. Always, always, uh, never a dull moment <laughs> when I when I go out in the public. But yeah. So uh, oh wait, who the fuck who the fuck is texting me while I'm doing the fucking cast? Who the fuck is it? Oh oh man, fuck that. That's my fuck. <laughs> That's my brother, and it's a novel. Oh my god! I don't know if you guys—I don't know if, if if you guys remember this or if you heard that cast, but like the way that my brother texts—it's just like. As a matter of fact, it's uh, my whole family. Like you would, if you watched the way that myself, my brother, my father, and my sister text, you would never believe we were in the same family. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Like I, I told you before about the way my brother texts, like he will like watch a basketball game like the day after and, and, and then he will text me literally the fucking play by play. And it's like a novel. Like it's, 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 it's like, like, a, like I was saying before, it's a, uh, that's an email or a, or a phone call. Like the way that, the way that he texts and everything is like, everything is like, he very he he relies on Google for for like a lot of information like, um, like for an example like the uh, like when the Sixers hired uh, Daryl Morey to be their president of basketball operations right. When it happened, he sends me this fucking Bible of a text, and it was like, well, the Sixers hired Daryl Morey to be their president of basketball operations. When he was seven years old, he fell out of a tree and hit his head, and his parents kept him up into the room until he didn't heal until he was 13 years old. He spent six He'll give you, like, his entire life story, and it's like, guy, like, nobody knows the life story of the fucking GM of the Houston Rockets off of the top of their head. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like he he gives you like the whole. It's like I can Google too. You know what I mean? But like he has to give. And God love him. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not I'm not killing the guy. I'm just saying, it's 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 hilarious. Like he's he's the guy who will, who will give a full on fucking dissertation in a text message. And then you go to like the polar opposite. That's like 
my dad, like the way my dad texts, and, and and you know, God bless my dad. You know what I mean? He's not as uh, he's not as sharp as he uh, as he as he once was before. You know, uh, he's getting older, and uh, the way that he texts, like the way he texts, is kind of like you would think that he gets charged by the word <laughs> because he, like when he texts, it's like as short as it possibly can be, but like he's leaving out like key elements so you can, so you understand like what he's talking about. Like, for example, he, uh, you know, lately for some reason, he's really been like, you know, watching a lot of like, um, like he watches a lot of AXS TV, like the music, that music channel. And, and like, he'll, you know, he'll text me like, what's your opinion of this band and what's your opinion of that band? He was never really like that big into music before is kind of like he is or seemingly is now. And like, but like, he'll just text out of left field. Like if he can't remember like an artist or a song, you know, or something like that, he'll just text me like paint on car 80 singer. And I'm like, oh yeah, dad, that's it. That's little red Corvette by Prince. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to know that. Like if I text him, right. If I text him, it doesn't matter how long, how descriptive, how short, how whatever. The first text that I send to him about anything, he's firing back a question mark. (laughs) And then, and then I, like, after he fires back the question mark, it's like, now I have to write a text that my brother would write me to him to explain, you know what I mean? Like in great detail. So he understands, (laughs) oh God, I love my father. But yeah, he, he, uh, you know, like he fires back a question mark after I give him, you know, like a pretty good explanation of what I was talking about. But again, if he forgets something, if he's like 80s video, women in bikinis, guy in tux, I'm supposed, yeah, yeah, it's Simply Irresistible by Robert Palmer. I got it, Dad. Yeah, I got you. (laughs) He's he's the best. And then, again, you know, you would think he gets charged by the word. Like sometimes he'll just text you out of the blue. And, you know, my dad's not in the best health. You know what I mean? Like he's got a lot of health issues, you know. Um, And he'll text like having trouble breathing. And I'm like, oh my god, you know what I mean? Like, 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 do I do you need to go to the hospital? Like, what, wait, wait. And I'll call him up. I'll be like, what's wrong? Are you okay? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you just sent me a text. You're having trouble breathing. He goes, oh no, didn't you ever see that commercial where the guy's like, Dad, <laughs> come on, man, I had a heart attack. You want to? You want to fucking read the thing? God fucking bless him. You know what I mean? It's just that's just the way he texts. You know what I mean? He he was late to the party. You know what I mean? Just didn't didn't get that. But um. Then you got my sister. Now, you know, me and my sister share the same morbid sense of humor about a lot of things. You know, it's just in our DNA. Like, um, like a perfect example is like the way she texted me yesterday. Like, we don't do well. Like, we don't, we don't um, process death the same as everybody else. Like, for some reason humor will be found out of it <laughs> maybe that's just the way we grieve i don't know but like example is like she is not somebody that you want to come to go to a funeral with <laughs> she'll find a way she'll find a way to like to, to find some kind of humor in it and you're sitting there like if you'd be sitting there like in a wake like you know what i mean like in, in a fucking viewing you, you're like in the viewing room and she'll find something 
you know that that's fucking funny as shit and then like you got now you have to try to hide that gut busting laugh like almost like when you were in church as a kid you know what i mean and like you or or school and, and you know like and you just couldn't you couldn't you something was so fucking funny but you you have to conceal that gut laugh that's that's basically doing anything with my sister but like the funeral, you know what I mean. The, the the funeral is is one of those things. Like if you if 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 we go to a fucking funeral together, forget it. Just forget it. Like it's just gonna it's gonna be like, oh my god, we're gonna get there's there's going to be trouble and we're gonna be asked to leave. <laughs> it's just it's just the way it is. So anyway, she was watching. Um, she was watching the the that prince. What was it? Prince Philip, the guy, the guy that was that just died. Who's fucking 137 years old. I think it was Prince Philip, and they're you know they're showing the funeral procession because God forbid we can't see every fucking thing that that royal family does, right? So she's watching it, and like the way that my sister texts is like she texts in rapid fire. So you got my brother who who sends novels, you got my dad who you know speaks cryptic and thinks he gets charged by the word, and then you got my sister who just boom 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 like once she texts you once. Your phone's gonna get a workout because she just keeps on firing them up, boom, 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 right? <laughs> it's hilarious though. So I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there like, you know, I forget what the fuck I was doing, but then my phone goes off and I see that it's her, and she goes, "Oh my fucking god!" You know what I mean? Now, remind, mind you, every time a text like uh, something I say here, it's coming in in a separate text. Oh my fucking god! She's like, I'm a horrible person. I'm watching fucking the, the funeral, you know, Prince Philip, and I'm watching the queen sit all alone in a pew, and it, 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 and then they get to the point where, like, they're at the royal vault, the, you know, the, like, with the fucking coffin, like, the altar boy, like, pallbearers, and she's like, and the altar boys are just having, like, this somber moment, staring down at the casket, and she's like, and I just lost it. She's like, I can't stop fucking laughing. <laughs> right? So she's firing all these fucking texts in, but the thing is, is, like, when you text that fast... You got to be careful because, like, you, chances are you were going to branch off in, in into a second conversation and the wires are going to end up getting crossed sooner or later. Like, really, when, you, when you're when you texting somebody and you see, like, the little bubbles, the little bubbles when somebody's texting you back, let that caterpillar blossom into a butterfly. You know what I mean? Let it happen before you start because, like, because then, like, I think in the middle of it, I, I was saying something about my dad. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, I was like, yeah, it's fucking, you know, I'm like, I'm like, that's hilarious about the funeral and blah, blah, blah. And then I went into something about my dad. And then she answered that. And then the answer to Prince Philip thinks, bang, now the wires are fucking crossed. You know what I mean? And I'm like, uh, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, it, it, it was his time. It, you know, it, he, he just, you know, it was time that he passed. And then, then the wires get crossed. Like, oh, my God, what happened to dad? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but it's great, man. I, I love the way that my, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. Because, like I said, all three of them, we, you know, th really, the, the four of us usually text daily, you know. So I'm, I'm dealing with all these different types of, of texting, you know what I mean? Like, the, you know, on a daily basis. But, again, I, I wouldn't have it any other way, really. But, anyway, um, getting pretty late in the show for this but it wouldn't be the no name for now podcast without the uh the get off my lawn segment for the week so here it is um it's actually going to be something in my fucking mouth uh that's an edit but <laughs> um yeah um it's going to be a piggyback off of the last one 
because it's 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 getting fucking worse as it as as it's going along now i mean like i just again i do not do well with noise you know meaning like where i live i don't want you know what i mean like i've been in two other apartments before where fucking noise was an issue and it just it 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 just i don't know it just it just fucking kills you after a while but like here it's like again the the between the dirt bikes and the ATVs that drive illegally on the fucking street. The fucking guys who put their the fucking fart kit on their muffler on their 1991 Toyota Tercel. And the fucking motorcycles around here. Like, spring is in the... Oh, and Mr. Softy, let's not fucking forget. I hear that song in my fucking sleep. But, you know, now that spring is fucking here, it's like, you know, you get a break in the winter from the fucking, from the motorcycles, the dirt bikes, and the ATVs. I mean, the, the, you know, the fucking, the cars with the fucking fart gets on them, that's a whole, they're, they're going to be running, you know, obviously all year round. But, like, the amount of fucking all those put together in this particular area here in the 401, it's it, per capita, it's unbelievable. It's like everybody's competing with each other. The only time I've ever lived in a place where, now I used to live on major roads. I lived on County Line Road. I lived on fucking York Road. I've lived on major roads, and they are no, for, as far as traffic is concerned, nowhere near as fucking loud as the shit that fucking goes by here. And the only thing that I think competes with it is when I lived on Cotman Avenue in Mayfair. Like, Cotman Avenue is loud as fuck as far as, like, those cars and shit are concerned. But I got to tell you, I think, I think Norristown's got them beat. Because, like, it's just something in this fucking area. I do not get it. So what I want to happen here, because this is how I, this is where my brain goes. <laughs> um, I just want, you know, maybe, because what happens is, too, um, no, no matter who they are, except for the, the guys that drive motorcycles, they, they usually obey traffic, but they're just fucking loud as shit. You know what I mean? But, like, the dirt bikes and the ATVs, they don't have headlights on them. So these guys are fucking up. <laughs> As they're going the fucking down the street at nighttime, and they just run stop signs like they don't give a fuck. They just they just go, right? And uh, a lot of the people with the fucking fart kits on their fucking car do the same fucking thing because like you know it would be a goddamn crime if they if not everybody fucking heard them every time they came down the street. You know what I mean? So they're doing like fucking sixty, and they'll just blow right through the stop sign. Like I watch this from the balcony all the fucking time. You know what I mean? And, and again, this is where my brain goes. I pray for just one day for 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 all of it to come together you know what i mean i want to sit out there and from each of the four points of that fucking intersection i would love like the dirt bikes and the atvs and the fucking car and the fucking all those fucking people to just head towards that same fucking intersection and all fucking just smash into each other and it's like a fucking asshole armageddon and i get to sit there <laughs> And smoke a cigar and drink a glass of scotch while I'm watching the fucking carnage, you know, and watching the EMTs scrape these fucking bodies off the street with a fucking spatula. That's what the fuck. That's what I want, uh, to, like, to happen. Because, like, uh, again, I'm 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 a very sick sick man. <laughs> oh man! So that's a get off my lawn segment for this week. Um, and I think I have one more thing to get before I cut you guys off and let you loose. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um this is kind of like the way that people are with their relationships with celebrities. Okay? Now follow me on this one. Like DMX. 
Oh, poorly. Won't see him no more. Right. Um, you know, uh, he, you know, he's he, 50 years old, you know, 50 years old and, and dies. And then like, you know, um, you know, just, just the way people mourn things like they, like they actually, you know, like for example, like this guy, it was on borrowed time and, and he, he, you know, DMX is a fucking legend, man. I used to, I, I used to, I, I fucking loved him, man. Like, you know, he had, he had a one of a kind voice. His beats were fucking hard as shit, man. Like the dude, and you know, and it, it, it plays into a certain era in your life. You know what I mean? If you like the guy or if you like anybody, you know, who passes, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, so he passes and like all these people, like you see it on Facebook, everybody's upset, you know what I mean? And it's just like all that, you know, but then like, the, like if I have a conversation with somebody about it, they'll, they'll, they'll come up and be like, dude, fucking DMX, man. Can, can you believe he's fucking dead? Yeah, I do believe he's dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do believe the guy's been doing hard drugs for 30 fucking years, like sooner or later, God's going to pull your card. Like, that's enough of this shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you're fucking done. You know what I mean? And, and it's and it's like that with anybody, like, you know, through throughout my, you know, my teen years into my 20, like Shannon Hoon and uh, Lane Staley and then, you know, uh, Scott Weiland, you know what I mean? Like, the, you know, like when you know what that person does, it's like you, you almost get numb to it. It's like, you know, sooner or later, this guy is, is, is done. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, do you remember? I mean, 20 in 2015 or 2016, he was they found him in a they found DMX in a, in a parking lot with no pulse. Because he OD'd on, on fucking something. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, it's it's not really a shock. And, and, the, and the other part about it is is when people say, you know, like, like, can you believe it? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's like, well, I don't know if you got the memo or not, but none of us are getting out of here alive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everybody, you know, like, that's it, just it's just the way life is. You know what I mean? Nobody's got the, the magic thing to live forever. Sooner or later, everybody put here as a date when he's going to go. You know, um, but like there are certain things, though. I mean, like when icons die, now DMX was an icon, but I mean, like there's certain times when when an icon uh, uh, dies that like like Kobe, you know, like when like Kobe was, you know, heading into the second act of his life. And, and, and we all know what act one was. The guy's one of the best fucking guys to play basketball, to ever wear shoes. You know what I mean? Um, but he was just such a special person that, you know, um, you knew Act Two was going to be just as good as Act One, and in, in the first year, he wins a fucking Oscar. Like that's how good he was. But then, you know, we turn the TV on one day and fucking helicopter crash. Like what? You got to be fucking like like that kind of thing. It's not like a, a a drug overdose. Like that's a fucking shock to the system. That's that's like wow. You know what I mean? Um, you know, uh, like Kurt Cobain when Kurt Cobain died. Like yeah, he did have like a, a little overdose scare a few weeks prior. But you didn't. You never thought that he was going to fucking blow his brains out, and 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 the jury's still out on that, by the way. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, but that th those kinds of things hit you a little bit harder. But like, you got to draw the line somewhere, though, with this. You know, like I, I I have my my people that I'm huge fans of and all that kind of stuff. And I, and, and if something happened to them, God forbid, I would you know it'd be like, oh man, that's that's fucking crazy. But like the. That's where it ends. You know what I mean? Like it, it's you, you know you have to fucking draw that line somewhere. Like I'll give you an example. There there is a you know I don't know why in 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 this musical genre more than any 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 other musical genre, but like heavy metal, like metalheads, <laughs> for some reason, and I don't know, like for some fucking reason, 
they act like these guys, like like guitar players and fucking drummers and like vocalists in their favorite fucking band. They act like they're family men. Like they act like they were like in a bunker in Vietnam together. You know what I mean? And it's and like, like I used to deliver printing, and now back in like I guess it was like the late two thousands, maybe like uh, the you know turn of the turn of the decade there, twenty ten somewhere around there. I used to deliver um, to this direct mail house. Uh, it's actually right around the corner from me here in Norristown now. And I would go there maybe like we would outsource a job there maybe like once a month. So I'd have to go and then you know they, you know, they there's a pallet on the van they get it fucking pick it up with a forklift and blah 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 right. The guy that was the one, like, you'd ring the bell, the guy that would come down and actually do it, like, the first time I ever fucking went there, you, you knew this guy was, like, a, a, a hardcore fucking metalhead, just the way he was fucking dressed, you know what I mean, the fucking cargo shorts with the fucking tattoos all over the thing, he had the gauge fucking earrings and blah, 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 right? So, back then, you know, if you didn't have an iPod, you know what I mean, you didn't you didn't get fucking music in your phone yet. You know what I mean? Like it was either like iPod or fucking radio, and like in in a, in a, in a, a fucking delivery van with a with the you know the bare minimum. It's not like a loaded fucking van. The only thing you got is a radio. So I think like the third or fourth time I went there, I went to go open the doors. I, I think I had like MMR on, and um, and uh, I think like either Black Sabbath or Ozzy Osbourne was on when I happened to open like the doors, and the guy was like, "Oh, dude." Fucking Ozzy, man. Fucking Zach Wild, dude. That's my boy, dude. That's my fucking brother, man. He's like, fucking, that's my boy, dude. Like, he was, like, really emotional about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, uh, do you know him? You know, <laughs> like, it's, it's, you know. So, anyway, um, about three times later, I go back, and um, I ring the bell, and the guy comes out, and he's like, he looked like he went three rounds with fucking Ken Norton. Like, he, he was fucking mangled. Like, he had a fucking big-ass black eye, but, like, like not one of those black eyes. It's just a black eye. Like, it was one of those ones where, like, he got punched in the eyeball. You know what I mean? Where, like, the fucking blood vessels were broken. Like, the white part of his eye was actually just blood. It was disgusting. He had, he had like, a fat lip. He had stitches on the other side of his fucking head. I'm like, what the fuck? Tough weekend guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was like, oh, dude. Dude, man, I was, I was I was a fucking odds fest, man, and fucking you know, you know, as you know, I fucking told you, dude, like fucking Zach Wild, that's my fucking boy, dude, it's my fucking boy. And when he said that, I'm like, I'm trying to like paint scenarios in my head, like, all right, you're a Zach Wild fan, you were at Ozfest. how did that translate in you getting fucking hamburgered? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what the fuck happened? You know? He's like, well, dude. You know, I, I went to Ozfest with just one of my boys. You know, like usually we get a whole big pack of people. We go down there and get all fucked up. But like there was a lot of bands I wanted to see. You know, and I had to see Zach, so I wanted to be sober. And just you know, me and my boy went, and that was it. And I'm still, I'm like, okay, that's where are we going with this? And he's like, so there's a fucking mosh pit in front of us, dude. And I, you know, somebody in the mosh pit, man, I fucking heard him. I fucking heard him. I'm like, don't do it. He was fucking. He was talking shit about Zach, man. You know, so I fucking went in there and fucking me and my boy went in there. and he went in there with a fuck with his fucking friend and got fucking annihilated by 16 fucking dudes. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, what? Why do these people like, why do they get so into it? Like, they think these fucking people are fucking family members. What do you think would happen if Zach Wilde walked past you? He wouldn't even fucking acknowledge you know what I mean? What if Zach Wild? What if you were getting evicted from your apartment and you needed three grand to not be homeless 
and Zach Wilde walk by you, do you think he'd give you three grand? He made Mickey Mantle cry. The paper said that the Mick was crying. Mickey Mantle, is that what you're upset about? Mickey Mantle makes $100,000 a year. How much does your father make? I don't know. You don't know? Well, see if your father can't pay the rent. Go ask Mickey Mantle and see what he tells you. Mickey Mantle don't care about you, so why should you care about him? Nobody cares. Family member? <laughs> Basically, what it means is, like, you're a loser. <laughs> and by the way, you know, you spend $70 to go fucking see him in concert fucking, you know, 60 fucking times. So, really, you're a loser and you're out 4200 <laughs> Oh my God! It's just—it's fucking priceless, man. It's—it's and and he's not even dead. Could you imagine what happens if fucking Zach Wild dies? That guy's gonna commit suicide. You fucking—you know that right out of the gate. But yeah, man, it's—it's um, it, just unbelievable. Uh, you know how that happens. I had a few more things to get into, but again, I just—I I don't want to—you know—run too far over time. So, you know, I just want to again—you know—thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. Um, you know, for, for the people, because I'll tell you, when I look at the dashboard, I, I you know, it's the same, you know, it's very, very, very slow growth, but I mean, I know the same people are, are, are jumping on and uh, listen to this every time it comes out. Now, with this production now, and I have everything where I want it, you know, again, they, they will be more frequent, you know, now moving forward. Um, and I really, you know, I hope that you guys uh, enjoy this new listener experience here on the No Name For Now podcast. And um, we will, uh, you know, we will get to the end of, uh, of, of that name and we'll end up, you know, naming it something uh, for that. But again, uh, as always, I thank you guys for joining me. I had a blast. It's always good to uh, to share my Sunday with you guys and, uh, you know, working really hard to kind of, uh, you know, to kind of make this uh, as good of an experience for you guys as possible. So... With that being said, stay tuned, and uh, we will see you next time.